Well, welcome back to another episode of the City Manager Chat Podcast. I am your city manager, Aretha Adams, and I have with me today, Suzanne Brook, our communications director. Hey, Suzanne. Hi, Aretha. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. The weather is beautiful. Oh, I so. love it. Oh, I love it. I feel great. Me too. Fall has fallen. Yes. Hey, let's jump right into our hot topics for today. So today I want to talk a little bit about water. We haven't talked about that in a while. What? That's not true. We've we, talk, talk we talk about, about it every, every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, so just to kind of remind the citizens on what's going on with water right now, we have moved away from water restrictions and on to annual water conservation. And so the city of Heath is participating at the suggestion of the North Texas Municipal Water District. We now participate in year-round water conservation efforts. And that just means that our citizens are allowed to water twice per week with irrigation per the schedule. Check out the website at Heath TX and then go to the WaterWise section. And based on your address, you'll determine what your two watering days are. There's still no watering between 10 and 6 a.m. We know that this is a new normal. We know that this is going to take some adjusting to, but we are asking that everyone do their part. This is to make sure that not just the city of Heath is being responsible with water use, but this is an effort for the region by the overall water provider who is North Texas Municipal Water District. If you have any questions, reach out and ask us. I'm available always. Our Public Works Interim Director is available always, or you can call the ladies up front as well. Suzanne, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, two days a week is wonderful. And, you know, our very first podcast, Larry, who probably should come back, explain how much less water we need to keep a pretty lawn. Hopefully, we will start getting some rain around here. Oh, absolutely. And hey, before we go on the issue of water, I do want to talk a little bit about water infrastructure and some things that we're doing right now to prepare for the years moving ahead, especially for those hot months that are going to roll right back around before we know it. So last year, as most residents remember, we had one of our water pumps go down and that has been replaced and repaired and everything is in operational condition. But we are in the off season taking the time to replace one of our smaller pumps with a larger pump. So in case anything else goes down in the future, we will have enough capacity where it won't trigger us to go into staged restrictions earlier than we need to, as was the case this year. So on the October 24th, 2023 council agenda, there will be an item for council to approve the procurement of that additional water pump. And we are looking at getting that installed sometime in January. Now, on the big water infrastructure that we know we have to have, that redundancy that we've all been talking about all summer, we are still working with our consultants. They are scheduled to come to the first meeting in December of this year to provide the council with some options on what other water providers we can partner with to the south of our city so that we can have water coming from both the north with the city of Rockwall and then from the south so that we can have more water supply for one and redundant operations. 
attention so that we don't run into the issues that we've been running into for the past two years. I know kind of the press of the heat, the drought, the restrictions have passed, but everything we see here at City Hall, the press is not off. Yeah, absolutely. The solutions, Mm -hmm. long-term and short-term. And we'll continue to put any updates on the WaterWise page, including these presentations. You'll be able to hear the recordings if you can't make the meeting. And, you know, we love to see citizens come in and be in person. You gain so much from hearing the information firsthand if you can make a council meeting. If you've noticed, we have had more folks in the audience to listen to these updates regarding water. And that just makes me so happy because there's just nothing like hearing the information firsthand in real time. And then those folks can go back to their neighbors who weren't able to make it and to share that same information. But again, if you can't make it to the meetings, check out the website or give us a call if you want to have a quick conversation. We're always open to doing that. We just want to make sure that you have all of the factual information and that we can answer any questions that you may have. Absolutely. And a question asked helps us identify things to add to our arsenal of information, so to speak. Okay, we have made it to our Meet the Team segment, and you all are in for a real treat today. I have someone very special here who I'm excited to introduce you to because you may only talk to her when you really don't want to. So this time you'll get to meet a brighter side. So why don't you start out by telling us your name, what you do for the city, and how long you've been here? Yeah, my name is Logan. I have been here for about two and a half years now, and I'm the lead accounting assistant, also known as... The water lady. <laughs> yes. And I know that a lot of times when folks call you, it's because they're not happy about their water. But yes. Logan is super nice, you guys, and she's always so helpful. So thank you for that, yeah, Logan. Yeah, of course. So, hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background with the city and prior to joining the city? What were you? Let us know, Logan. So, like I said, I've been here for about two and a half years now. Before coming to the city, I was actually in the medical field. I did insurance verification stuff like that. I was in a dental office for about a year before I came here doing the insurance and everything over there. So what are your areas of responsibility here at the city? My responsibilities vary from day to day. We have our daily tasks that we do like phone calls, emails, taking payments. And then we also have our monthly tasks that we have to do, which include the meter readings. Billing is my main responsibility. We do that. It takes about a week to go through all of the billing. When the guys come back from reading all of the meters when we have received all of those reads that's when I start billing so I have to upload the meter reads into the system I double and triple check all those reads to make sure that when the bills go out they go out correctly if something looks really high or very off I'll go in and have them reread the meters double check everything and make sure everything looks correct before sending out the bills I think that's amazing that you mentioned that because it lets folks know that we are reviewing those bills. We're Mm -hmm. being proactive and trying to catch anything that's, like you said, maybe a little off before it gets to them. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. So you have a lot of interaction with the citizens. Every time I kind of walk past your area, I see you're talking on the phone Mm -hmm. and helping with someone. What are your most frequently asked questions from the residents? Yeah, our most frequently asked question is if we average the meter reads. And the answer is no. No! We Mm -hmm. do not average any of the meter reads. Each meter has its 
own individual read for that property. So we have some older meters. The guys actually have to physically go out and see the meter read. Right. And then we also have some that are on the newer side of the meters. You can drive by and it's a Bluetooth read. So that's how they get those read. It is per house individual reads. It's not averaged at all. Thank you. That is so great because I've gotten that question a lot too. And, you know, just trying to explain that sometimes can be a little difficult, but we don't estimate what their bill is mm-hmm. going to be. And we don't average. Correct. It is an actual read from your meter. So yes. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yes. That's great. Okay. So what piece of information would you most like every citizen to know? So the due date, we changed the due date two years ago. It was on the 20th of the month. It is now on the 10th of the month. And like I said, it has been that way for two years now. We do have quite a few people that are on the list for getting those late penalties because they're on the credit card draft online. Sure. And their due date is set for either before the 20th, but not the 10th. So we still have a lot of those people getting late notices because the due date is set for after the 10th. So make sure you go online and change those credit card draft dates to be the 10th or before the 10th so you can stop getting those late penalties. How helpful is that? I hope everyone listening is so appreciative of Logan right now. That's some good information. (laughs) Very good. Well, it's been great chatting with you. But before I let people go, whenever the team comes to the podcast, I always leave with the same question. And that is, what is your favorite thing about working for the city of Heath? I think my favorite thing for working for the city of Heath is getting to know each of the residents individually. We've got so many people that come in and just, you know, when they pay their bills, they just want to say hi and have some interaction. and see who we are and talk to us. And I think that's really great. Another thing that I really enjoy is the people that I work with. It's a very, very friendly family environment here. And it really helps getting out of bed in the morning, knowing that I'm going to come to work and enjoy the day. I love to hear that. And I'm so glad that you feel like we're a family here because that's exactly how I feel. And I think that's the goal of every work environment is that we feel cohesive. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for everything you do for the city, Logan. And thanks for being on the podcast. Yes. Okay, Suzanne, we've made it to our business update segment. And I just want to mention with the holidays right around the corner, we are on a campaign to help remind our citizens to keep their sales tax dollars at work in Heath. Online and in-person shopping. So we just want to make sure that when you're shopping online, we want to give you a little pro tip here. Insert Heath as your city. Sometimes when you put your zip code in, that 75032, it will just automatically populate as Rockwall. Go in and manually change that to Heath to ensure that Heath is getting your sales tax dollars. So when we talk about sales tax dollars coming back to Heath, and this is a hot, hot topic, talk about hot topics with the Heath Economic Development Corporation and Municipal Benefits Corporation, whose sole mission is to foster sales tax in the community that benefits the community. When we talk about your sales tax dollars coming back to Heath, what that means is you pay 
0.25% of every sale. So 6.25% goes to the state of Texas, one cent goes to the city of Heath, and one cent goes to the EDC and NBC, the Heath corporations we just talked about. And of that, they contribute 25% each year back to park and community improvements right here in Heath. That's right, and that's important for you to note so folks can understand exactly how their tax dollars are working in the city of Heath. So we get two cents of that 8.25%, and we want to make sure that it's all coming right back here because it's serving you in the long run. Yeah, like examples of it at work recently is the beautification and restoration of the monument at the entrance of the city across from Chandler's Landing, the new swings and sunset swings at Terry Park, new shade trees and benches in Town Center Park. It really is working in Heath. Okay, so it's time for our Just for Fun segment. There are a lot of upcoming dates for your fall calendar, so get those pens and phones out so that you can mark your calendars. First up, the Family Fall Festival and Chili Cook-Off presented by First United Methodist Church of Heath is happening on Sunday, October 22nd from 3 to 6 p.m. It's a super fun, family-friendly event. Last year, I got to be a judge for the Chili Cook-Off, and the chili was delicious, so get out there and taste some. The following weekend, on Sunday, October 29th, the First Baptist Church of Heath will present another free event, the Halloween Jesus Festival. I love the play That's on so words. Cute. How cute is that? So it says Halloween, but it's really like following Jesus Festival. It's very cool. <laughs> this festival will happen from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. again on Sunday, October 29th. Both will feature all the things we love to do and eat in the fall. There will be trunk or treating, games and prizes, cakewalks, hayrides, games, petting zoos, face painting, and all those carnival foods that everybody loves to eat this time of year. You can find more information on each church's website. That's fumcheath.org and fbcheath.com. But just driving by the two churches, which you know where they're located side by side and seeing their banners, I thought, how neat is it that these two important members of our community are offering so much fun for the members of our community right here in Heath? It's going to be a fun month. Okay, Suzanne, we've made it to the let's hear from you portion of our podcast. And we did get a question this week. So the question is, and beware, this is a bit of a sad one. The question is, my dad lives on FM 740 South. His house is located after a major curve. And last week, a driver lost control and crashed the car into the front of his house. Is there anything the city can do to make this curve safer? We have found out from the family that everyone is well, everyone survived that accident. So we are very happy. You are blessed to be okay. But this is an opportunity for us to educate the public on the differences between jurisdictions and who controls roadways. So Suzanne, you want to talk a little bit about right. that? So within the city, we have city roads and we have TxDOT roads and your FM roads like FM 740, FM 549, FM 550 are TxDOT roads. And while we have great staff like Mike Shook, who you met recently, who liaised on with the TxDOT folks, we really don't have complete control. But he's already reached out to our representative there and is advocating for guardrails. But you too can reach your TxDOT representative at the Kaufman Rockwell Area TxDOT office if you ever have questions. Of course, start with the city and we'll refer you. But just a little education point here. You can call that TxDOT office at 214-320-6100. Thank you for that, Suzanne. And I do want to kind of just reiterate 
reiterate for those who are listening, the city works with our TxDOT representatives very closely, and they do take into account kind of what we want to see with the roads that are located in our community. So they will take under consideration our urging to add guardrails in that area. We know that when it rains or even when conditions are perfect, that curve can be a bit dangerous at times. So we have reached out to them. We will continue to reach out to them, and we hope that they will take this very seriously. All right, Suzanne, we've made it to the end of another great podcast. Wasn't it great hearing from Logan? I really enjoyed listening to her. She does such a great job with the customers. She really does. She exemplifies what excellent customer service is. She's always so helpful. And I'm just so glad that people got to kind of know a different side of Logan. And also just understand that she does more than answer the phones and talks about the water bills. Like she's really back there getting the work done. She is. Kudos to you, Logan. All right. Well, Suzanne, do you have any big plans coming up? Well, I might pop by the carnival. There you go. The I, festival. I think I have four little kids who would love to come over they there. Would, so. And I know that church folks would love to see you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks. And I'll see you next time. See ya. See ya.